Uh, the runaway winner, best uh, cricket commentator on Sky TV in the last 32 years, is Simon Dool, yes. who rejoins Dool, our program. Morning, Dool. Morning, Kent. Morning, Nate. How are you, boys? Very good. Thank you We're so bubbling, much today. Mate. Yeah. But not, not like Todd Carney, Dooley. Don't no, no, think no, of it like that. Different thing. Different no, 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 no. You know what All we right, mean? We'll leave it at that. Now, yes, I do, exactly. What I was going to ask you, and then I thought to myself, actually, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. So, what the hell happened to England yesterday? Or is that actually what England are yesterday? Yeah, it was, um, I mean, they were about a 1 in 10 chance of winning it at the start of the day. I think you're still chasing down that sort of score in the last innings of a test match over the history of the game has proven very, very difficult. So, look, they needed Joe Root. As soon as Joe Root got out, there was never, ever going to be an option, I don't think, or a possibility. Um, Aussie are very good at home, and England have just not been good enough. I mean, no hundreds yet for England. Obviously, Steve Smith and uh, Sean Marsh with hundreds in Brisbane and Adelaide. So, you know, when, when you get those decent hundreds, they, they can win your matches, and that's what England have lacked. Well, I mean, you'd, be, you'd probably subscribe to the theory, Simon, wouldn't you, that fast bowlers win your test matches? Well, it's hard to win test matches if you don't have fast bowlers. Yeah, and the records, I mean, that's Jimmy Anderson's first ever five-wicket bag outside of uh, in an Ashes test in Australia. And what's he played 20 test matches in Australia now, I think. Who who you got as far as your, your fast bowling was for a bowling team to bowl for your life? The English team or the New Zealand attack? Oh gosh. Gosh. At the moment I'd I'd take the New Zealand attack over the English attack. Mm. Absolutely. Um I think Stuart Broad's sort of there or thereabouts, but uh, Anderson just hasn't quite I mean the pink ball did enough for him, but outside of that it just he doesn't swing it. He he can't use the Kookaburra ball. He's, he's really struggled with it time and time again. He even struggled with it in New Zealand at different times. So, um, yeah, I'd probably go with, with uh, the New Zealand attack. So, you know, like beforehand, uh, one of our Australian correspondents went, we're going to win the Series 5-0. And we went, ha, ha, those lovably brash Aussies. Man, it's it's looking like it, Dooley. Like, put yourself in the England sheds. You've got mm. what you've got. You know, there's there's no Gandalf riding in off the side there on a horse there with a, with lightning in his hand. So what what can they do differently to, to stop it actually just being a sweep? Um, well, I mean, they were hoping to get Ben Stokes back. That's not going to happen. Um, you know, I think I said to you boys, they'd want to be 2-0 up by the time Stokes arrives because he makes a massive difference yeah. to that whole side as far as batting and bowling is concerned. And, and he just he gives you that X factor in a test match that actually helps lift the other guys around them as well. So what can they do now? Um, well, they, they, I think the Australian batting order has proved at different times that they are vulnerable and they don't have, you know, the middle order. I know Sean Marsh picked off 100 in Adelaide, but, um, you know, it's been a long time in the making. I don't think they're as good as they have been. So that has been one of the things. But England have got to score the runs. They've got to give their bowlers an opportunity to put some pressure on by scoring runs. And if Cook's not doing it, if uh, Root's not doing it, I mean, his conversion rate is getting worse and worse by the test match, isn't it? I know you love guys scoring 50s and 60s, but his conversion rate to 50s to 100s is pretty poor compared to a, a Steve Smith or even a David Warner. And and that's what they need. They need runs and they need plenty of them. You can't win test matches scoring 250, 260, 300. Dooley with us on Radio Sports 714. And, and of course, a lot of debate and discussion around decisions made by captains in this test match, Simon, but also around the use of the DRS. Do you think the penny will ever drop with the players that it's there for when you know that you've been stiffed, not for guessing? Will, will the penny ever drop? I don't think so, because certain players will always feel that they, um, they deserve one. 
as a batsman, uh, and certain captains will always search for that that one big wicket when there's a big batsman at the crease, and that's exactly what um, Steve Smith did with Joe Root the night before. Um, you know, the, the the one that the one that sort of gets me is if they the, the Mitchell Stark one on on um, Alistair Cook. Now, if they are convinced that that's hitting the stumps, even if it's just clipping, the fact that you don't lose your review anymore is the reason to go for those sorts of ones. Because you remember, I talked about it on air the other day, if you take the cricket ball, the size of the cricket ball, which is, what, two and a half inches wide, uh, and you put it each side of the stumps, you end up with about 14 inches of area to hit. So you think now, Dooley, if I'm right in listening to your commentary the other day, the umpire should be prone to give more of those 50-50 ones out, knowing that the decision can be overturned. Correct, absolutely. I, I think they should be. I think the umpires should be going down the track of giving out more, and I think Chris Gaffney did that in this test match, and it just showed... I mean, there was some unusual bounce in that Adelaide pitch at different times, and, and you know, a couple kept low, but a couple of them really took off steeply, and that's not... That's very un-Adelaide-like. And I know Chris, you know, they'll say he didn't have a great test match, but the bottom line is I think he may have switched on to the fact that, look, yeah, I, I think it's out. I think it's hitting the stumps. And, and they are now in that position where if they think it's clipping the top of off stump, they can afford to give it out because they give it out, umpire, uh, batsman refers it, it stays the umpire's decision because it's just clipping the top of off. Now, if you beat the bat and clip the top of off, the bail still falls off, doesn't it? Yeah, yep. So it's out. Yeah. Fair enough. Saturday, the second test on your home track in Hamilton, Dooley. Does oh, yeah. Saldi come straight in? And if so, who for? Yeah, he does come straight in. Um, he, he comes in for Matt Henry. And, um, you know, I know Henry bowled well again in the second innings, but um, he comes straight back in for, for Matt Henry, providing there's no other injuries uh, in that New Zealand lineup. And, and Wagner and Bolt are fit. They've had an extra day off, so they should be. Um, so he slots straight back in. His record in Hamilton is, is pretty good uh, in the past. And obviously that, that combination of, of Bolt and Southey at home uh, on, the, you know, on their home patch should be pretty dangerous. Way to go, Simon. Mm. Good to have you back, buddy. Cheers, boys. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you. Nice of Simon to call in to us.